Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello again, and welcome everyone to your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. I like it. So we are back with another episode. As always, my name is Roth Rohila. And your co-host, Kyle Reed. And we've got a special guest today, folks. His name, you know what? I'm going to let him introduce himself right oh. now just with his name because um, you got you got to give us your your government name. Oh, government name, okay. Your, and your, and <laughs> all right, and I have my social security. Yeah, yeah. give me all, all the digits. Well, no, uh, my name's Ted, a.k.a. Could have been dead Ted, a.k.a. Big Ted. <laughs> Could have been dead Ted. Big Ted yeah. Cool, as we like to say. Yeah, Big Ted Cool. Uh, Satya. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I go by that sometimes as well. Yeah. You, yeah. How many names you got? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Not unless people call me piece of shit behind my back. Well, Uncle, Uncle Ted. Um, oh, Uncle Ted. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. You Uncle can't forget Ted. that. Yeah. And not just from nieces and nephews, right? No, that's like a gang name. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ted. People will be scared of Uncle Ted, mother. That's Uncle Ted. He gonna come through with a chainsaw. You better watch out. He's like he's like the Cambodian machete. I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, who played the character machete? I don't remember. Is it Danny Trejo? Yes. Yep, that's the one. Danny I've Trejo. never seen any of his movies. Really? I just knew that for some reason. He always plays a villain. It seems like. Um, Ted, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Much appreciated. How, how's everything been going for you? Uh, going actually, uh, all things considered, um, a lot better than I expected. So yeah, I mean, good. yeah, health is uh, health is getting better. You know, good, good. And, in and, order. and listeners, we'll get to that in just a minute as well, and, and why that's important and why that's uh, critical to the conversation today. But um, Ted is actually Sam the Sound. You've you've heard Sam on a few episodes as well here. Um, it's actually Sam the Sound's cousin, um, and. Uh, why don't we start out, Ted? Why don't you tell us a little bit about how? How do you know us? How do you know? How do you know Rohit? How do you know Kyle? How do you know Sam? Well, yeah, you got. Okay, you're referring to yourself as Kyle. Well, I, uh, yeah. I found Sam on Facebook. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we were, we became cousins that way. <laughs> Did you swipe right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he hit me back. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, so well, you know, you, you know, I I met. Uh, I met you guys through Sam, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know. Well, you know that you're his roommate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he told me about the whole radio program, and um, I thought it was a cool thing to do because, you know, like, I, I think I, you know, like with the, with the story that I have, it, you know, like I've gone through quite a bit, and you know, I'd like to let people hear, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe it's something positive that I could pay for it, and you know, um, could be like a learning thing, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely good. Well, we're absolutely happy to have you here, that's for sure. Um, and then Rohit, I know you've met Rohit before, but mm-hmm. um, what's the extent of that? Just once or twice meeting? Uh, yeah, just uh, previous, when uh, all of you guys were over at my house. Yeah. Uh, Ted was there, and that's the first time I met him. That was, what, a month ago? Give yeah. or take, something yeah. like that. Yeah, ish. Drastic difference. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, you know, yeah. we will touch on, too, like you said. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Real, real quick, don't don't put your hand up because you're mumbling. When you mumble, yeah, we can't hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So just keep your hand down. Jeez, speak up, Ted. God damn it, brother, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all I'm gonna start back up. Go ahead. Um, and and while we're on that, so I know you have intimate knowledge of Sam. 
You gotta give us. Hey, hey, hey. We don't need to use the word intimate. Well, okay, okay. I didn't mean it in a a sexual way. Uh, You gotta give us an embarrassing childhood story of Sam. Like, I done seen some pictures. I done seen some pictures, Ted. You used to have a head full of hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your head was huge. Huge when you were a baby. My goodness, look like a bowling ball. As far as the hair goes, you know, you heard of Aquanet, right? <laughs> that was your jam in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, that shit. Uh, that shit really hardens your hair and yeah. it helps it fall out too. I'm glad I stopped using it, but my my hairline's running back a little bit right now. But yeah, I can see. Yeah, <laughs> it's holding on for dear life though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give us give us give us something good to hold over Sam the Sound's head. Like as an embarrassing story for yeah. him? Yeah. It's a childhood story. Oh you over here you now. Put me on the spot, man. Yeah, I'm putting the Sam uh, on the hold spot. Hold on, let me bring out my list real Sam quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, right? No, nah, we've been we've we've done a lot of crazy, stupid shit. There's too yeah. there's too much to like, you know, single out as like a good or great one. Uh, we've done I mean like uh the time y'all went to Vegas. Oh, we went to Vegas. Oh, we went to Vegas. That was hilarious because uh, we were sixteen in Vegas, and I don't know if you've ever been sixteen in Las Vegas. You can't do shit. <laughs> so we walked around the streets, and you know those little magazines where they got escorts and stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. like the, and you can see the escort. <laughs> that that was that was what we did for excitement while we were in Vegas because you can't just be in the arcade all day. Okay, yeah, you actually could be in the arcade all day, but at you sixteen know. you're kind of like, okay, it's only it's only fun for a certain amount of time. You want to get into some trouble. Yeah. So yeah. like, I, yeah, like like I know I know I try to walk over to the gaming side, you know, just to go, kind of look at the you know. The waitresses they dress kind of skimpy, nasty. So like I'm like, oh shit! Like I'm getting to look at the girl in some almost panties <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that, it was cool. And then you know, I got married. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, he is dead no, 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 serious. No, no, this is uh, yeah. Ted got married for real in Vegas, and we, you know what? That could be an episode in itself. So we might have to table that one. Wait, yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. got married in Vegas? Yeah, yeah I got, got married, married in Vegas, Vegas when I was sixteen. Oh, I thought this was just old. a joke. Yeah, no, Sam was this, the best this, man. Yeah. What? I don't know about that part. I made that part up, but I know yeah. Sam was probably a witness. He probably had signs of paperwork or something. I actually got married. <laughs> I, I I got married at the same chapel that uh, Michael Jordan and Oprah Winfrey got married at the drive-through chapel. Up. Jordan and Wh- Oprah were married to each other. No, no, not to each other. Oh, it's separate occasions. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was the drive-through chapel. What kind Vegas. of car were you in? I was in a van. <laughs> 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 and I was sitting in the back and they're like alright so now you can kiss the bride I was like Mm-mm. no not gonna happen you know why because this shit is not real yeah. <laughs> oh shit I just rattled myself to yeah, the no, US no, 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 no more that's it that's it, okay, that's that's it. it. <laughs> we table this story it's oh. another discussion so um, yeah so with, with all that being said so today t- why, you've got quite a story to tell right yeah. you've, you've especially recently you've been through quite a bit um, and you've managed to have the dexterity and the persistence and willpower to bounce back from everything that's been stacked up against you recently. So we want to talk a little bit about why, why are you here today? Um, what brings you here? Obviously, you know, Sam, your, your cousin is our sound man for the podcast here and Rohit and I have been doing this for a little while and it's kind of a passion project and, and, a, and a hobby for us um so we thank you for coming again as i mentioned but yeah uh, we're really here to talk about you and talk about your story right um 
where you came from. So do we want to maybe just give the listeners some cliff notes, kind of a high level of yeah, well, maybe yeah, the chain yeah, of events I before I mean, we get like, into more well, detail? I mean, really? I grew up in Tacoma, Washington. Uh-huh. You know, I'm originally from Cambodia. I was born there. Like a year old when I got here. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, parents don't speak English. We didn't speak English, you know, so of course uh, we're First generation is kind of rough. <coughs> yeah. Um, because you're going through all the growing pains, right? And adapting yeah, in to, a brand new country. Yeah, and, adapting to American culture, which your parents don't understand. Yeah, so right. we, don't, we don't speak the language, so everything's, everything's doubly hard. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so, of course, you know, with, with every, Im- uh, not just immigrants, but re- refugee families, you know, we, we had it rough. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, of course, my childhood, you know, um, you know, you know how gangs work. You know, gangs usually uh-huh. start off as like you know a way of, uh, you know, defense. You know, against people that are trying to oppress you or whatever. Yeah. But um, I never really got into gangs. You know, I just kind of did my own thing. But I hung out with every single uh-huh. gang out there in Tacoma. Which, yeah. You know. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, I grew up here and still here. I love Tacoma. Tacoma uh-huh. is a great city. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more than uh, was. A lot more than what than what you hear. Right? Yeah, because all, all you hear about Tacoma is like, oh, well, there's nothing but gangsters out there. Well, yeah, that could be true depending that's on where everywhere. you go. That's everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. But, yeah, you know, like you got. I mean, you know, I tell people the same thing, so man. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. So, but um, as far as like why I'm here, like I really want to, I really want to share my story because. It you know I I think that I think that I've learned a lot through this process and um, I think it could be helpful for some people to hear because you know like I went through hell like uh-huh. it's the hardest thing I ever went through in my life you know um, and if I could you know like help pay it forward and you know help somebody else out why not. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. So that's the whole purpose. And, yeah. and you've, you've always been one of the nicest dudes I've known, man. Like, life of the party, just get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. You never really seem to have um, bad blood or ill will towards anybody that I've uh, ever known, right? You've always yeah. been you've always been Uncle Ted, Big Ted Cool. <laughs> um, but in really what you're here for today is, you know, as we mentioned, so um, listeners, Ted, Ted is, uh, has battled a... Um, alcohol substance abuse um, issue that had nearly brought him to death. Uh, he had he had joked earlier in the episode and said almost dead Ted, um, you know. And we say that um, with a little bit of laughter, but it's 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 serious, right? Yeah, At a time true. he was almost <laughs> dead Ted, right? You yeah, know. It's, so we're thankful to have him here today, but we want to talk about that and kind of take a look, take some steps back, and take a look at you know. I think a lot of us, uh, as kids, maybe not growing up in the, the best of circumstances, um, underage drinking, you know, wh- whether you went to college and did it or whether you did it as a as a teenager in high school, it happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, do you think that's maybe where it started? Well, I wasn't really a big drinker when I was younger. It kind of started, like, in my early 20s. That's when, I, like, I just started liking alcohol. Oh, yeah. You know, and then... Um, you know, I think one, I, I mean, I can't, I can't pinpoint one or two things, but you know, like there are a lot of things that happen, you know, traumatic moments, you know, uh-huh. 
you know, my childhood, but uh, not to cast any blame on a specific thing or, you know, label saying this was the fault of me being becoming what I became eventually. But, um, you know, it, it, it uh, like, I have a very addictive nature. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a cigarette smoker. Um, you know, if I like something, I like to overindulge. And, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one to moderate. You Take know? it to the limit, huh? Yeah. I, kinda, yeah <laughs> I, I, I am like that. Like, you know, like it's either the, it's always an extreme. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so like I, I, I've been drinking heavily for over a decade. Yeah. And, you know, with how old are you now? I'm 37, 37 now. Okay. But like, like I knew you was a lot older than me. <laughs> but you know, like when you know when when while you're going through it, you kind of feel invincible. You know, you know, it's like it's like you that um, if it doesn't hurt, then there's nothing there. You know, mm-hmm. because you know it, it, you wait for the pain, and but when the pain comes, finally comes, as you're normally too late. So I drank myself like horribly into a horrible health situation where um we didn't like we didn't know i didn't know really like how bad it was or maybe i did know but Mm -hmm. i didn't want to admit it when did you start to think that like if you were to take a few steps back um because you had mentioned it had been 10 years probably right so Mm -hmm. at first it was probably just all smokes and jokes hanging out with the fellas yeah Yeah, that's going out you know or whatever it is just having some drinks um, I know you you and Sam lived together in Portland for a while. I remember coming down there and kicking it with you guys a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then you're... oh yeah, and then we had our own place out. Yeah, in, even it's coma and yeah, and you know like we'd have people over all the time and yeah. I mean we were partying, but mm-hmm. but you know like I said, it's just I just I'm not like the moderate type even when it comes to partying, money management, whatever. <laughs> like I was just always you know I was always very extreme so like i drank a lot yeah and then um you know it 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 just became normal uh-huh. like it was it was normal like like it it got to the point where people wouldn't even know if i was drunk or not or if i had been drinking because it wasn't it, it, you couldn't differentiate the two they people didn't, they didn't know what sober ted was no they didn't even know what yeah they could they, mm-hmm. like like I was I was just always consistently the same person and I, and I got good at hiding it. Yeah. You know, which is which is something that um you know I you know not necessarily proud of but but I got really good at hiding it and I deflected, you know, attention away from it if, when somebody wanted to talk seriously about it. Um Did because you... it's something I didn't want I I didn't want to openly discuss because I knew it was an addiction, you know, yeah. when you have an addiction to to something you feel it, uh-huh. you feel it. it's something. It, it's it's not something that you can, that that's like oh, ping oh, there's the addiction. It's something that your body feels like oh man, like it's over. When when you start changing plans, you know, uh-huh. because of, of of you know drinking or smoking or whatever, then that's something that it, that is on your mind all, a lot, you know, and, yeah. and then that's gonna, I let alcohol dictate what I did. It started to take precedence over your life mm-hmm. and in, in your day-to-day decisions. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I would, <laughs> like, 
like that's how I would select my shifts so I can make it in time for the, oh, for, for real yeah for before the liquor store closed <laughs> you know, you know, that's wild yeah. so it, it and then you know and then that's something I've never thought about like I mean, don't get me wrong. So the liquor store on 72nd and Pacific, mm. that shit was popping, right? Every yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. to go before it closed. So yeah. it was like on a holiday weekend, if you knew everybody was in there Friday night or Saturday night because it was going to be closed, right? So things like that I thought about. It was like, oh, it's going to be closed. You got to go to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. I had never thought about on a daily basis. Yeah, it's a daily yeah. basis. So like, you know, like that's how I'm picking my shifts. Yeah. Like and, if I'm starting a job, I'm like, hmm. And, and listeners, before uh, we move on so I can explain this part. Uh, is Washington is now a state where you can purchase uh, liquor and all alcohol at um, all public locations, grocery stores, yeah. Walmart, Safeway, Costco, all that good stuff. At the time, it was not. And you were living in Oregon, yeah, too, for yeah, a while, and it was not as well. Just, you had to go to a state-run, yeah, state, uh, state liquor control board-run mm-hmm. um, liquor store. And they were usually open until certain hours. So, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's huge. It, that's eye-opening for you to tell me that, for me to hear that. Yeah, because, That's... I mean, like, you know, but I mean, you know, just like any other drug, you know, when, when you want your fix, you're going to want your fix. Yeah. You know, and you're going to cater your cater your life to getting that fix. Uh-huh. And even though I noticed that as a problem, uh, if I just, I mean, it, you know, as, as long as I got, got a drink at the end of the day, that was cool, and it's not just one drink. It's like you know, I, as long as I, I've achieved like it was. It, it was like a daily goal. Wow, was to get, you know. That was what you woke up with on your mind. Do I got to work yeah. today? Yeah. Yeah. I, am I off in time to go to the liquor store? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it was it was something that, you know, it was something that yeah, it, it it's it's there. You know, you know, it's a problem. You know, it's there. But then, like. When 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 something controls you like that, uh-huh. you kind of I don't know maybe it's just me, but like I just didn't care. Like it got to the point where I was like, you know, I so it, I know that I'm getting my drink and that's it. Yeah. That's all that matters. So initially it was social, and then it became more of it became you became extremely <laughs> introverted about it and embarrassed, and you didn't want to drink yeah. with others. You wanted to just make sure that you got your drink. Yeah. I mean, I I I would drink. I, I mean, I'll drink and watch TV. You know, yeah, I I like. I should have, well, of course, you know, reflecting back. But yeah, I should have known this. I should have done this differently. But that's not why I'm here. Oh yeah, yeah no, so, exactly. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty. So, but I mean, that's 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 that was the hardest part for me was to open up and say, you know what, I gotta admit, I gotta admit that that's what I was doing. Yeah. You know, instead of just sitting there hiding behind it and, um, you know, never want to talk about it just because of fear of, like, some kind of reprisal or, you know, like, judgment yeah. from, from and, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's only my, like, my closest friends and family that are going to be concerned uh-huh. because the people that I was hanging out with, they don't care. No. That, that I'm just hanging out with, like, I'm just somebody there that they're hanging out with. You're, you're the fun homie to drink yeah, with, I'm, with yeah, and yeah. you always had alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Let's go kick it with Ted. He always got a fit. Yeah. You know, he always got some tall cans. Oh, man, I used, to, I used to walk around with a water bottle. There Serious? was no water in the bottle. Yeah, vodka. vodka. Whiskey, vodka. Vodka. That's yeah. your drink of choice? Yeah. Was what was it, Burnett's? 
uh, just whatever I could afford it. Whatever. <laughs> you know, like if I want it a lot, I gotta go cheap. You know, you you got to you got to sacrifice quality for volume. Bro. That half gallon of platinum, that blue bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever it may be. I, I, you know, as long as as long as I as long as I can get my hands on it. Yeah. So. That's crazy, man. And, the, and so that kind of... I see Rohit taking some notes over there as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's writing shit to tell the police. Like, this motherfucker. <laughs> um, no, it's it's interesting because for a lot of people with with addictions, it's it starts off as a form of escapism. And so mm-hmm. for you, that's you know that's what you said it was. It was just, uh, you know, I just need to kind of tune out. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you wake up one day and be like, you know what sounds like fun? Alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. You Fucking know? cirrhosis is hilarious today. <laughs> it just it just starts off a little bit at a time. And that's the same thing with all addictions because addictions are just a form of escapism. And the hardest thing is admitting it to yourself that you have an issue. Yeah. And that's why we'll do a lot of avoiding people that we know. Yeah. So like you said, you'd be at parties and you'd be out back hiding around everywhere mm-hmm. still drinking because if you're there, people are going to bring that up. Oh, like, oh, there's Ted with another fifth or whatever the case may be. And it's a reminder to yourself. Yeah. And you don't want to face that. So then you get angry. You get upset. And you get upset at those people who are doing nothing but holding up a mirror. Yeah. And it's not them that you're upset with. It's it's yourself. Yeah. Because I, I, want, I, I, don't, want, I don't want to hear that, you know. I don't want to hear that because then, like, all you, well, at the time, all I'm thinking is, like, you're just getting in my way. Of, you know, me being happy right now. <laughs> you know, because yeah. what's going to make me happy is if I get a little buzz and then uh-huh. I'll be happy. You know, and then what you're, if you're going to try to prevent me from achieving that, then, you know, I'm going to limit how I interact with you. Yeah. You know. No, that, that makes total sense. And I think that that, that thought pattern is, I don't think is negative, right? Because everyone's searching for happiness. And if people are in your way of happiness, remove them from your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the distorted thought pattern that the addiction had you thinking was that happiness was in the bottom of a bottle for you, mm-hmm. right? And that's what addiction can do. It seems. Yeah, because I mean, like you know, like I said, I structured my day mm-hmm. around drinking. Wow. So it, it it like I wouldn't even care about eating. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I mean, like when people are like, hey, you want to go catch a bite here to eat? Nah. You know it's gonna warm it's gonna up, my up my tummy. It's gonna mess up my butt. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and, and and you know, I actually got to that point before too. I thought that if I ate too much, then that means I would have to drink more. Then that means oh. I would have to buy more. But then I don't have enough money to buy more because you spent it on food. Yeah, spent, yeah, yeah, exactly. So what's really fascinating for me is is getting into the mindset of someone who's mm-hmm. going through this stuff. Like I would never think about that. Yeah, yeah you, you know, would. when it comes to food versus alcohol, if mm-hmm. you consume food, you're going to need more alcohol. Yeah, and if you consume food, you spent the money for alcohol. Yeah, on food. yeah exactly. Getting into that mindset is has been really <laughs> interesting. So yeah. you kind of told us how it started. You know, and just you know. Like we said, you don't just decide one day. So it's, you know, a mm. drink here and there. And before you know it, your life is taking a direction where you're planning your entire life mm-hmm. around this one thing. Would you would you mind telling us about January? Yeah. Uh, January so, 2016? Yeah. So in ja- January 11th, uh, six-month anniversary coming up soon. So on January 11th, uh, Sam, 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 he... 
he uh, he took me into the ER because uh-huh. uh, my skin was yellow, my eyes were yellow. What what uh, led to that? I remember seeing you on New Year's. Um, well, pretty much everybody saying you're you yeah. look, you, you you look very sick, and you know you should go to the hospital. Well, I know. Sam what? wanted to go. He wanted to go like the. Thursday or Friday before, I was like, nah, give me yeah. another weekend to get fucked up. I'm, fu- I'm fine, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then, and then, like, you know, I even drank the morning I went to the ER. Did you? Yeah, I had a couple shots. I was like, man, I gotta wake myself up. <laughs> Damn, bro, you wow. So, I, I remember I was like, Ted, man, why are you so yellow right now? He was like, because I'm Asian. I'm like, nah, man, it's not Asian yellow, bro. <laughs> like, you all right? That's then, that dead yellow, Eddie. Yeah, but and then, no, and then no, I let no, it go. No. I let it go, right? Because I didn't want you to feel. Yeah, you well, know. yeah, because you. I mean, well, see, things like 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 that's another thing too. Like I knew how to make people not bring it up. Yeah, and it, and it's not, and you know you know how you saying like you kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like 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 I would be kind so people would not be negative with mm-hmm. me. You know, but then even though they want to, they want to be because they think that that would be the most helpful thing at the time. Yeah. They didn't do it because they, you know, maybe fear of like they're going to hurt my feelings. Exactly. Or get an argument. Or exactly. And then, you know, I, I completely, well, I learned how to do that too. Like, you know, make make it so it's uncomfortable to talk about it. Crazy. You know? Anyways, back to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back so, to the eleventh. So, so of ER. January. So how, how did how did you how did that decision come about? I, like I said, I remember that, and I, I remember, I vaguely remember like the the week or so after following New Year's, and you know, Sam and I had talked about it, and I was like, yeah, man, I was like that, you know, he didn't look right, bro. I hadn't seen Ted in a while, but you know, he didn't look good. You know, you need to talk to him. And Sam was like, yeah, I talked to him. You know, blah blah blah, and, and talking to family, you know, family business, mm-hmm. and. um then when I heard he was trying to take you and you know you it seemed like you were kind of resistant at first yeah I didn't want to go at all yeah I didn't want to go at all you know and then again it goes back to drinking yeah it's because like you know what these these people are gonna not not let me drink yeah so uh I'm sitting there you know they're you know running their tests and whatnot and um and then they they tell me that, well, we have to admit you right now. Wow. I was like, no, I'm not staying here. <laughs> like, if you if you leave here, you're going against doctor's orders. None of this is going to be covered. You're going to be billed for the entirety of your Damn. time you're there. I was like, and then, and then, well, this is where it got kind of crazy. Like, you know, I, I was like, I'd lost my mind. Yeah. And... I was like, no, and I, I almost, I almost tried to fight Sam, that because he, he, because he, he, it got to the point where it, I was like, I'm leaving, and and it got to the point where they were everybody else, you know, mainly him, was like, just let them help you, yeah. please stay, let them help you. I was like, no, I don't want, I don't want to be here, I don't want, and then, you know, after a, a lot of argument mm-hmm. arguments and tears I I just you know I I stayed mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I remember talking to Sam about that a couple of times he would he would come home pretty stressed out he spent a lot of time yeah in the hospital arguing with me trying to, yeah trying to get me <laughs> trying to get me to not die knucklehead Ted yeah, oh, that's no, another no, name knucklehead, knucklehead Ted, Ted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like it, but that wasn't even the end of it that was just mm-hmm. the beginning 
Yeah. So I'm in the hospital. You know, I feel like a caged animal. <laughs> and uh, I just want to leave. I'm like, you know what? I just want a cigarette. But, it was, you know, of course, it was more than that. Yeah. But then, you know, I'm I'm trying to take off the IVs and everything. And I'm trying to escape from the hospital. Like it's prison. Seriously, yeah. And wow. and they're like they're like, We can't let you do that. The whole <laughs> the whole floor they had, like the whole floor just like in panic and like, oh man, it was crazy. And that's my, wild. And then my dad, my my parents, my aunt, uncle, they're all taking time off work and then like I'm I'm just being selfish and just just losing my mind and I just like wanna go. I wanna go. I don't wanna be there. And it that happened what two three times right Somewhere yeah like two, I, I feel like I remember hearing it a few yeah. times and then <laughs> and then um and then finally I'm like okay let me stay I'm like all right so slowly I'm slowly slowly I'm getting convinced that okay I really need this help just fight it out mm-hmm. but no that still wasn't the end of it. Each time I had to move beds, each time I had to do this, take more medicine, like, it just agitated me more and more and more. So, like, you know, you have your good days and your bad days. And well, meanwhile, you're battling withdrawal. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and I'm battling with, well, I didn't really get too much of the physical withdrawal, maybe oh. just because I was monitored in the hospital. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, those, all those bad days, they add up. Yeah. And then you think, you you start thinking differently. And you're like, man, now I know why people that leave like rehab, they go right back to drinking. <laughs> you know? Because, like, because when do people drink or forcibly drink is when they're stressed, stressed out. out. Mm-hmm. You know? Escapism. Yeah, escapism. So they, so, like... Yeah, that's something that crossed my mind daily when I was in there. But then, you know, I slowly, like, like started to change my mind about that, too. I was like, okay, well, you know, just stop thinking about alcohol. Stop thinking about alcohol. You know, and then I started researching alcohol. You know, I, you know, I have tons of time on my hands, so, you know, and I have a computer access, so... I'm researching alcohol, the you know the diseases and mm-hmm. what comes with it, and just then like what can you do while you're in the hospital? So yeah, okay. while, while I'm in the hospital because I'm yeah. like that you know I all I can do right now is just help myself because I you know I, doctors are pissing me off. The nurse is really cool. I'm not gonna say anything bad about the nurse. How was the sponge bath? I actually never I never you know, asked for one. Bath. I never asked for one. Oh, it's true what they say about Asians, then, huh? Yeah. No, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but that was just like it, it was. It was crazy, you know. Like, like I, I loved the nurses. I hated the doctors, and then I just didn't like. I had too much time to overanalyze uh-huh. the smallest things. Ah, uh-huh. so you know when you have that much time to yourself, you know, you just lose your fucking mind. I mean, I never like thought of like harming anybody or harming myself or anything like that. But it's kind it's of just, like a like, I, like yeah. a depression cycle almost. Yeah, it 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 really it really got a hold of me like I would just be like I would be really sad or really happy. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to sleep but I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, and then so, you know, a few months of that, 
And, you know, I lost a lot of blood. I had to go back and forth to the hospital. And then, finally, they figured out what was wrong with me. And this is going on about two and a half months, almost three months. And, um, you know, through all the procedures and things that I went through, um, they figured out that, like, I was de declared uh, terminal but inoperable because anything that they, any procedures that they do on me could potentially kill me. So I was told that um, you're dying and uh, you're gonna go home. You're gonna be released. And kind of the, the, way was, the way they told me was kind of messed up because the doctor didn't even have the nerve to come tell me face to face. He sent his assistant and his assistant was standing there just, you know, like like with a really funny look on her face. And she was like kind of dodging any, all my questions. And it was just like, finally, I was like, hey, can you just, just give it to me straight, you know? Uh -huh. And she gave me like a very like disappointed look. And she said, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. You're in between a rock and a hard place right now. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She's like, you can go any day. You can go right now. You can go next week. You know, or, you know, or, or actually, you can last longer than that. You know, uh -huh. stuff like that. And um, I was like, "Wow, that's some sh some shit to hear right there." <laughs> and uh, you know, I I didn't know what to think. You know, obviously, shock set in right away. And and I disbelief. sat there. Yeah, disbelief. I was like, I sat there. I was like, "There's nothing you. There's nothing you can do." Like, no, because like we could, we can. I mean, either you're gonna die this way, or you get, you're gonna die on the operating table. And you know, they they can't. They they just can't do that. So um, yeah, I, I sat there and cried for about ten minutes, and then for the next few days, I swear it seemed like the it seemed like everybody I knew was showing up at the hospital, uh -huh. and like it was like they were, you know. It's like they're like it's like they're at their funeral. Or they're at my funeral. Like they're walking Sad in and like they, yeah, they're walking. yeah, the people are crying and all that stuff. And I'm like I'm sitting there trying to joke with them, joke around like yeah. laugh and they're like I had like one of my aunts. She's like, I can't believe you can sit here and just smile. Like like they said that you're gonna die. I'm like, No, nah, I'm not gonna die. <laughs> and you don't you know, not, not 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 even to be arrogant. Just like I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna die. You know, I'm yeah. just, just joking. Like, of course, like in the back of my mind, you know, whatever, the fear is there, and I'm just, like scared of shit. But but you've always been a people pleaser. It seems right, and it, and it seems yeah, like part so. of that was in you. Even faced with an untimely death, like seriously, mm -hmm. and in, you, and what it seemed, seemed like you yeah. still wanted mm -hmm. to to keep people happy and change their mood. Yeah, yeah, because I mean. Nothing's gonna help by you coming to visit me in the hospital and we're all just crying. Yeah. You know? If 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 this if this is our last, you know, like uh, you know, interaction or moment together, like let it be something fun and enjoyable like, and yeah, memorable like, in a positive way. Yeah, like may, yeah, like remember me with a smile, not with the tear, you know. Uh -huh. it, it, it 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 was hard. It was hard, but you know, and then and then um well, you know, like, while we're, you know, because Sam was there a lot, and 
You know, we talked about it. Like, I told him, like, I'm not going anywhere, man. You know, I just felt it. Yeah. Know? Like, even though my health, like, I didn't feel healthy. I didn't, you know, but I just told myself, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then that's how the whole let's live thing came about. Yeah. Because you know? we talked about it. Like, and that's how you've had all those changes since then. Yeah. So at that point, at that point, I like, I did what I thought I could never do in, you know, in my whole lifetime is just completely change. Uh-huh. And like, and that, I'm not saying that's just easy. <laughs> because in the beginning it's like, oh man, okay, I got to change. I got to, I got to not do this. I got to not do that. And then I do have to do this. And then, and that, you know, that, that led to a lot of, you know, conflicts with, you know, family, you know, stuff, you know, because like, you know, they, you know, they want to see me live too, uh-huh. but that we have our own like different views on how, yeah. how I wanted, how I should be doing it. Um, and I just told them, you know, I had people help me along the way. Of course, it's not, it's not, it's like, first of all, no doctor, no medicine out there could have, I believe, could have gotten me here now. This is all done with my friends and family that have helped me with support along the way. And, like, spiritual guidance, you know, like, like that sounds cliche to me. Mm-hmm. But, really, when I can wake up and I know that all these people got my back, and um, no matter what, and, you know, they're, you know, they're... they're they're fighting with me. I mean, why you wouldn't you, you want to live? You're by yourself. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. nowhere. You know, I'm yeah. I, I mean, even if I even if I do go, uh, yeah, I'm not by myself. You know, yeah. like like they like everybody's with me, and um, you know, you know, and I thank everybody. Trust trust me, I thank everybody. Like. There's too many names. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't sit there and like name rate. Like, this person helped me like twenty percent. You know, this person helped me ten percent. Yeah, but yeah, it's it, it was it was quite a ride. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I haven't seen you in a month, and yeah. a, a month, month, two months, maybe somewhere around yeah, there. Six, yeah, six eight weeks, something. Yeah. And that was the first time I met you. Mm-hmm. And I was I was blown away. I mean, <laughs> just because I mean I heard somebody bringing homeless people in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean seriously, like you were you're wearing a hood. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. were you were so skinny. Yeah. You like could barely walk up the stairs. Yeah. You could barely walk at all. Yeah. Um, I think one of the side effects you you said you had was jaundice, mm-hmm. and your eyes were were yellow. Your skin was yellow. Mm-hmm. I mean. And to see you now in only a month, you completely different person. Yeah, yeah. you look like Whoopi Goldberg. Completely lips. different. Nah. <laughs> I'm blame. You gotta stay out the sun, bro. Get you some SPF. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and, and actually, I feel great. Like my doctor actually told me that um, he. Because you were saying it, you had what psoriasis. Psoriasis of the liver. Psoriasis. <laughs> no, uh, cirrhosis. Oh, cirrosis. Cirrosis. Yeah, skin disease. Oh, oh, oh. Skin disease. Okay, okay. Like, I hope I don't have that and, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not familiar with that. What What is that? Cirrhosis is pretty much is your liver is just dead. Oh. Your, yeah, your liver is 
not it's not useful i mean but there's small part there's like like my aunt doing my aunt described is like your liver's a rock you know your liver's yeah. supposed to filter and process things to bad things uh-huh. you know your body well mine was pretty much almost she she described it as a rock like so what it, the surgery that they were talking about would be like a liver transplant but well there's there's a there's a few different procedures that they talked about they talked about one was like putting a hole in my stomach and having me feed fed through a tube and i was like but then yeah but then they said that like i could bag around with you well well no they said that i could actually lose my sanity yeah, like, 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 there's a good chance of you losing your sanity. Like, Jeez. like, you, like, you would not remember people. You know, like, you would not know people. Like, one that's wild. Kind of, so, kind of like, a, was it dementia? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, no like, like, one of the reasons why I really, one of the reasons why I really, like, really, really wanted to fight, like, was I had a nephew that wasn't even born yet. Oh he was, yeah. Like he was born two days, was it two, two, three days after I left the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I, my goal was like, I'm gonna at least see my nephew be born. Yeah. Which I couldn't because, you know, we, we, yeah, we get each other sick, you know. Exactly. So, but I didn't see him right away. I did, I did eventually see him. But that was like one of my goals because I had a checklist. I was like, uh-huh. all right, you know, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm intent on keeping myself alive as long as I can. But I do have to keep, in the back of my mind, the fact that I could still go at any time. So I had a checklist. I was like, all right, I definitely want to see my nephew be born. Um, I wanted to, well, for whatever reason, I, I wanted to go to Emerald Downs free t-shirt Friday. Said, what the? <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> no, I don't care. It was just something, it was just something. Yeah, I know you like horse racing too. It, yeah, it was something that was in the near future yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I could, you know, like You know what, I'm going to get you some tickets to, to Emerald Downs. <laughs> but, uh, but but it was, it was it, there was a few other things on the list. I don't, I don't know. No, that's, I think that's important, man, because what else would keep you going, right? I mean, you have every reason to say, hey, I'm gonna go they, back to drink. Yeah, I'm 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 terminal anyways, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Why exactly. why why do I want to put in all this effort to change my life and to try and be here longer if I'm in such shitty condition? You mm-hmm. have you have every reason to think that. Yeah. But you didn't. You turned it around, and that's phenomenal. You like to be able to hear that the thought of you wanting to be there for your nephew and meet mm-hmm. your nephew, yeah. and him to have and, and have a positive influence on him, yeah. is amazing. T-shirt Friday at Emerald Downs. <laughs> I ain't never been. It sounds dope though. And you got? Did you go? Did you? Yeah, I did go. I did That's go. <laughs> when was it? Uh, it was sometime in early June. Oh, so it? No, no, no. So I mean, a couple no, weeks no. ago. Well, no, no, no. Um, no, no, no. no it April, April, April. Yeah. April, so not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Not too, yeah. So That's awesome. Man. Yeah. So I mean, I actually got to go, but but um, yeah, it was it it was it was like uh, it was weird because like. I really did just want, you know, I just wanted like a few things to happen, you know, and, um, and they did. And then I just, I don't know, just kind of kept going. Like, like I wake up every day now thinking, man, there's gotta be a reason that I'm here. And I want to, and I do want to leave like a positive, like influence or impact on 
you know, my nieces and nephews because, uh-huh. I mean, I love all the death. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I see them, like, when I see them, I just want to see them grow. Yeah. You know, whether, but then, but then I do want to be a part of that too. So like, you know, like. You got to be I, here to yeah, be a part I, of it. You got to be yeah. there. Like, what am I going to do? Like, like, you got to change. You got to change, man. Like, 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 I changed my eating habits. Yeah. Uh, I don't even drink soda anymore. Yeah. At all. Like, anything is has carbonation in it, I just avoid it. Yeah, that's good. Um, You know, I watch my salt intake. Uh-huh. You know, and it's just, everything's different. And... But it, it, I'm not different. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that I've changed, like personality-wise. I think I just, I'm still the same person. Like, I still go around, hang out with the people that are still drinking, you know. Uh-huh. And, and um, it's funny because I, like, I get asked this a lot. Like, how do you feel? Yeah. Like, around people that are drinking, you know, or just being around alcohol in general and all that. I was like, I don't think about it no more. Yeah. I just, it's just not. It, it because it. it <laughs> If I let that, if I let that dictate what I'm gonna do, it's continue to control. Then that's yeah. Then it's still controlling me. Yeah. That means it's something that's that that's on my mind. It's in the back of my mind. It's, you know, it's still there. Yeah. It's still it's still influencing me somehow. Yeah. So now I just I just I say it's not it's not. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not gonna I'm not gonna let it I'm not gonna let it influence anything that I do for the rest of my life. That's what's up. And I think that's the hardest part, too, with uh, people don't understand when you're around a, um, we'll say recovering addict, because you're, it, it, I don't think it ever ends. No, it doesn't. Right. So you, you'll always be a recovering addict because it's always a process for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if a lot of people understand that you don't necessarily want people to treat you different either. No. Right? No. If, if people want to drink, you, you want them to feel comfortable to be able to have a drink around exactly. you. Exactly. And know that you can make a cognizant, cognizant decision to just have a glass of water. Mm-hmm. So if one day, if Sam and I decide to have a shot, I'm going to pour you a shot of alkaline water. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> pH balance nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. that's the you they got that uh, Marlene's and Whole Foods, all that. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Kyle, before before you do your two minute takeaway, um, do you mind if I just say something real quick? Yeah, yeah. So please do. When we <laughs> no, no, when we started this podcast, it was all about what are simple tricks that people can do just to kind of tweak their life a little bit, right, and mm-hmm. and start going in a different direction. That's where the name of the podcast came from. You know, get yours together. I think this is the first real episode that we've done that, that's really raw and emotional. Ted, we wanted you on here. Sam had the idea. He's like, let's let's go after my cousin. Because <laughs> let's go, let's like go kidnap this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, He's if, defenseless. <laughs> everything that we've talked about before you was, okay, we're all living these amazing lives. What are some tips and tricks we can share with each other to be even that much more amazing? With... With your story, is completely different. <laughs> what are you yeah. trying to say? What? God damn, you did all that stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> and if you in only thirty-seven years of life, <laughs> yeah, because you were you were looking at the Grim Reaper. He was right there. Yeah. And if you want to talk about getting your stuff together mm-hmm. in in a completely raw moment, it takes it takes guts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, for one, applaud you for that. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And I also want to give a, a huge shout out to our sound guys, Sam the Sound. Yep. 
because it can't be easy to to go through that stuff. No, and like he took he he took he took a lot of my uh, my verbal attitude. Yeah, verbal yeah. abuse. I mean, I'm sure you had some choice words for him. Oh yeah, no, it, it, there were many choice words. You know, I wanted to fight him, and you know, just typical crazy addiction stories. Uh-huh. Stuff, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's pretty so, bad. Thank, thank you for, for sharing that. So, yeah. Kyle? Yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely agreed, man. I mean, Sam, my, hat, my hat's off to you, brother. You, you like Ted, has been one of the the nicest, most thoughtful dudes I know, and, and most selfless as well, right? I mean, you, you sacrifice a lot being there for Ted. I think Ted knows and sees that now as well. Um, I see it in, his, in the words that he says and his demeanor as well right now. So, um, he saved his life, man. And... and Ted, for you to be able to turn things around, face the adversity you were faced with, and make that decision is is just amazing. So, I mean, I think with today's two minute takeaways, really, I just something I wrote down is is with the whole "Let's Live" campaign. It seems like you made a decision to live rather than rather than to just exist. Yeah, he made a decision to live rather than exist, mm. and that's kind of what I'm taking away from this and talking to you today is with this whole "Let's Live" campaign. Let's make something of our lives let's leave a positive impact on not only others that we surround ourselves with but the world itself right pay it forward yeah pay it forward right so i've got i've got a uh, a few more plugs than normal today so we've got the typical uh, get your shit together plug so gystpodcast.com check out the website leave us some feedback you can comment on individual episodes you can also go back and watch historical episodes and see the show notes and things of that nature that's also where you'll get to know a little bit more about your cast. You know, uh, myself, Kyle Reed, Rohit Rohila, Sam the Sound, Robin the Voice, Amit the Webmaster, and, uh, <laughs> and our occasional special guest, people He's like Big master. Ted, Big Ted Cool, mm-hmm. Uncle Ted, you know. Um, Facebook.com slash GYSD Podcast, Instagram.com slash GYSD Podcast, and then leave your feedback on iTunes, um, comment. Subscribe, recommend it to your friends, give us ratings, all that good stuff. Um, and I want to finish today's episode with a few plugs for the um, the Let's Live campaign that, that Ted is is promoting. And um, Ted, are all, all these still active? The Instagram, the Facebook, is the, is the email up right now on the website, or is the website still a work in progress? Uh, it's all it's all a work in progress. We're kind of in the infant stages, you know. We're not we're we don't really know what we're doing. I so, know uh, I know a podcast you can listen to that might help you get your shit together. <laughs> oh, no, uh, yes, gystpodcast.com. You should check it out. I'll check it out. So that's it. Let me let me give you the uh, the let's live um, handles here that you can that you can uh, reach out to. So Instagram is at let's live two five three. Facebook slash Let's Live 253. Uh, email Let's Live 253 at gmail.com. And then again, the the, the uh, webpage here is a work in progress. So, but uh, save it as a favorite and check back on it frequently. It's www.letslive253.com. And Rohit laughs every time I do that because nobody says www. But I'm like, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I'm like Ron Burgundy. If I shit's on the teleprompter, I'm going to read it. <laughs> so, with, uh, with that said, Fuck you, San Diego. (laughs) Take it away, Robin. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.